أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ياسين والقرآن الحكيم إنك لمن المرسلين على صراط مستقيم تنزيل العزيز الرحيم لتنذر قوما ما أنذر آباؤهم فهم غافلون لقد حق القول على أكثرهم فهم لا يؤمنون إنا جعلنا في أعناقهم أغلالا فهي إلى الأذقان فهم مكمحون وجعلنا من بين أيديهم سدا ومن خلفهم سدا فأغشيناهم فهم لا يبسرون وسواء عليهم أأنذرتهم أم لم تنذرهم لا يؤمنون إنما تنذر من اتبع الذكر وخشي الرحمن بالغيب فبشره بمغفرة وأجر كريم إنا نحن نحيي الموتى ونكتب ما قدموا وآثارهم وكل شيء أحصيناه في إمام مبين واضرب لهم مثلا أصحاب القرية إذ جاءها المرسلون إذ أرسلنا إليهم اثنين فكذبوهما فعززنا بثالث فقالوا إنا إليكم مرسلون قالوا ما أنتم إلا بشر مثلنا وما أنزل الرحمن من شيء إن أنتم إلا تكذبون قالوا ربنا يعلم إنا إليكم لمرسلون وما علينا إلا البلاغ المبين قالوا إنا تطيرنا بكم لئن لم تنتهوا لنرجمنكم وليمسنكم منا عذاب أليم قالوا طائركم معكم أئن ذكرتم بل أنتم قوم مسرفون وجاء من أقصى المدينة رجل يسعى قال يا قوم اتبعوا المرسلين 
اتبعوا من لا يسألكم أجرا وهم مهتدون وما لي لا أعبد الذي فطرني وإليه ترجعون أأتخذ من دونه آلهة إن يردني الرحمن بضر لا تغني عني شفاعتهم شيئا ولا ينقذون إني إذا لفي ضلال مبين إني آمنت بربكم فاسمعون قيل دخل الجنة قال يا ليت قومي يعلمون بما غفر لي ربي وجعلني من المكرمين وما أنزلنا على قومه من بعده من جند من السماء وما كنا منزلين إن كانت إلا صيحة واحدة فإذا هم خامدون يا حسرة على العباد ما يأتيهم من رسول إلا كانوا به يستهزئون ألم يروا كم أهلكنا قبلهم من الكرون أنهم إليهم لا يرجعون وإن كل لما جميع لدينا محضرون وآية لهم الأرض الميتة أحييناها وأخرجنا منها حبا فمنه يأكلون وجعلنا فيها جنات من نخيل وأعناب وفجرنا فيها من العيون ليأكلوا من ثمره وما عملته أيديهم أفلا يشكرون سبحان الذي خلق الأزواج كلها مما تنبت الأرض ومن أنفسهم ومما لا يعلمون وآية لهم الليل نسلخ منه النهار فإذا هم مظلمون والشمس تجري لمستقر لها ذلك تقدير العزيز العليم والقمر قدرناه منازل حتى عاد كالعرجون القديم للشمس ينبغي لها أن تدرك القمر ولا الليل سابق النهار وكل في فلك يسبحون وآية لهم أنا حملنا ذريتهم في الفلك المشحون وخلقنا لهم من مثله ما يركبون وإن نشأ نغرقهم فلا صريخ لهم ولا هم ينقذون إلا رحمة منا ومتاعا إلى حين وإذا قيل لهم اتقوا ما بين أيديكم وما خلفكم لعلكم ترحمون وما تأتيهم من آية من آيات ربهم إلا كانوا عنها معرضين 
وإذا قيل لهم أنفقوا مما رزقكم الله قال الذين كفروا للذين آمنوا أنطعم من لو يشاء الله أطعمه إن أنتم إلا في ضلال مبين ويقولون متى هذا الوعد إن كنتم صادقين ما ينذرون إلا صيحة واحدة تأخذهم وهم يخصمون فلا يستطيعون توسية ولا إلى أهلهم يرجعون ونفخ في السور فإذا هم من الأجداث إلى ربهم ينسلون قالوا يا ويلنا من بعثنا من مرقدنا هذا ما وعد الرحمن وصدق المرسلون إن كانت إلا صيحة واحدة فإذا هم جميع لدينا محضرون فاليوم لا تظلم نفس شيئا ولا تجزون إلا ما كنتم تعملون إن أصحاب الجنة اليوم في شغل فاكهون هم وأزواجهم في ظلال على الأرائك متكئون لهم فيها فاكهة ولهم ما يدعون سلام قولا من رب رحيم وامتاز اليوم أيها المجرمون ألم أعهد إليكم يا بني آدم ألا تعبدوا الشيطان إنه لكم عدو مبين وأن يعبدوني هذا صراط مستقيم ولقد أضل منكم جبلا كثيرا فلم تكونوا تعقلون هذه جهنم التي كنتم توعدون اصلوها اليوم بما كنتم تكفلون اليوم نختم على أفواههم وتكلمنا أيديهم وتشهد أرجلهم بما كانوا يكسبون ولو نشاء لطمسنا على أعينهم فاستبقوا الصراط فأنا يبسرون ولو نشاء لمسخناهم على مكانتهم فما استطاعوا مضيا ولا يرجعون ومن نعمره ننكسه في الخلق أفلا يعقلون وما علمناه الشعر وما ينبغي له إن هو إلا ذكر وقرآن مبين لينذر من كان حيا ويحق القول على الكافرين أولم يروا أنا خلقنا لهم مما عملت أيدينا أنعاما فهم لها مالكون وذللناها لهم فمنها ركوبهم ومنها يأكلون ولهم فيها منافع ومشارب أفلا يشكرون واتخذوا من دون الله آلهة لعلهم ينفقون 
ينصرون لا يستطيعون نصرهم وهم لهم جند محضرون فلا يحزنك قولهم إنا نعلم ما يسرون وما يعلنون أولم ير الإنسان أنا خلقناه من نطفة فإذا هو خصيم مبين وضرب لنا مثلا ونسي خلقه قال من يحيي العظام وهي رميم قل يحييها الذي أنشأها أول مرة وهو بكل خلق عليم الذي جعل لكم من الشجر الأخضر نارا فإذا أنتم منه توقدون أوليس الذي خلق السماوات والأرض بقادر على أن يخلق مثلهم بلى وهو الخلاق العليم إنما أمره إذا أراد شيئا أن يقول له كن فيكون فسبحان الذي بيده ملكوت كل شيء وإليه ترجعون صدق الله العظيم اللهم آمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيرنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحيم اللهم إنا نحتفظك ونستودعك أدياننا وأبداننا وأنفسنا وأهلنا وأولادنا وأولادنا وأموالنا وكل شيء أعطيتنا اللهم اجعلنا وإياهم في كنفك وأمانك وعياذك من كل شيطان مريد وجبار عنيد وذي بغي وذي حسد ومن شر كل ذي شر إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم جملنا بالعافية والسلام وحققنا بالتقوى والاستقامة وأعذنا من موجبات الندامة إنك سميع الدعاء اللهم اغفر لنا ولوالدينا وأولادنا ومشايخنا وأصحابنا وإخواننا في الدين 
ولمن أحبنا فيك ولمن أحسن إلينا والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين وصل اللهم على عبدك ورسولك سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وارزقنا كمال المتابعة له ظاهرا وباتنا في عافية وسلامة برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين يا الله يا الله يا الله ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما تقدموا لأنفسكم من خير تجدوه عند الله هو خيرا وأعظم أجرا واستغفر الله إن الله غفور رحيم أستغفر الله 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 
ഇസ്ലീമ اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم 
اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحين فاعلم أنه لا إله إلا الله 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 
لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الذين قال لهم الناس إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فاخشوهم فزادهم إيمانا وقالوا حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل 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 
Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammadin Sahibi taji wal miraji wal buraki wal alam Dafi'il balai wal wabai wal qahti wal maradi wal alam Ismuhu maktubum marfu'um mashfu'um mankushum fillawhi wal qalam Sayyidil Arabi wal ajam Jismuhu muqaddasum mu'attarum mutahharum munawwarum fil bayti wal haram Shamsid duha badrid duja sadril ula nuril huda kahfil wara misbahid dhulam Jamil al-shiyami shafi'i al-umami sahib al-judi wal-karam Wallahu asimuhu wa jibrilu khadimuhu wal-buraku markabuhu wal-mi'araju safaruhu Wasidratul muntaha maqamuhu waqaba qawsayni matlubuhu والمطلوب مقصوده والمقصود موجوده سيد المرسلين خاتم النبيين شفيع المذنبين أنيس الغريبين رحمة للعالمين راحة العاشقين مراد المشتاقين شمس العارفين سراج السالكين مصباح المقربين محب الفقراء والغرباء والمساكين سيد الثقلين نبي الحرمين إمام القبلتين وسيلتنا في الدارين وسيلتنا في الدارين صاحب قاب قوسين محبوب رب المشرقين والمغربين جد الحسن والحسين جد الحسن والحسين مولانا ومولى الثقلين أبي القاسم محمد بن عبد الله نور من نور الله نور من نور الله يا أيها المشتاقون بنور جماله صلوا عليه وآله وأصحابه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحيم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وارخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين 
سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا علي يا عظيم يا حليم يا عليم أنت ربي وعلمك حسبي فنعم الرب ربي ونعم الحسب حسبي تنسر من تشاء وأنت العزيز الرحيم نسألك العصمة في الحركات والسكنات والكلمات والإرادات والخطرات من الشكوك والذنون والأوهام الساترة للقلوب عن مطالعة الغيوب فقد ابتلي المؤمنون وزلزلوا زلزالا شديدا وإذ يقول المنافقون والذين في قلوبهم مرد ما وعدنا الله ورسوله إلا غرورا فثبتنا وانصرنا وسخر لنا هذا البحر كما سخرت البحر لموسى وسخرت النار لإبراهيم وسخرت الجبال والحديد لداود وسخرت الريح والشياطين والجن لسليمان وسخر لنا كل بحر هو لك في الأرض والسماء والملك والملكوت وبحر الدنيا وبحر الآخرة وسخر لنا كل شيء يا من بيده ملكوت كل شيء كاف ها يا عين صاد كاف ها يا عين صاد كاف ها يا عين صاد انصرنا فإنك خير الناصرين وافتح لنا فإنك خير الفاتحين واغفر لنا فإنك خير الغافرين وارحمنا فإنك خير الراحمين وارزقنا فإنك خير الرازقين 
واهدنا ونجنا من القوم الظالمين وهب لنا ريحا طيبة كما هي في علمك وانشرها علينا من خزائن رحمتك واحملنا بها حمل الكرامة مع السلامة والعافية في الدين والدنيا والآخرة إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم يسر لنا أمورنا مع الراحة لقلوبنا وأبداننا والسلامة والعافية في دنيانا وديننا وكن لنا صاحبا في سفرنا وخليفة في أهلنا واطمس على وجوه أعدائنا وامسخهم على مكانتهم فلا يستطيعون المضيء ولا المجيء إلينا ولو نشاء لطمسنا على أعينهم فاستبقوا الصراط فأنا يبسرون ولو نشاء لمسخناهم على مكانتهم فما استطاعوا مضيا ولا يرجعون ياسين والقرآن الحكيم إنك لمن المرسلين على صراط مستقيم تنزيل العزيز الرحيم لتنذر قوما ما أنذر آباؤهم فهم غافلون لقد حق القول على أكثرهم فهم لا يؤمنون إنا جعلنا في أعناقهم أغلالا فهي إلى الأذقان فهم مكمحون وجعلنا من بين أيديهم سدا ومن خلفهم سدا فأغشيناهم فهم لا يبسرون شاهت الوجوه شاهت الوجوه شاهت الوجوه وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم وقد خاب من حمل ظلما طاسين حاميم عين قاف مرج البحرين يلتقيان بينهما برزخ لا يبغيان حاميم 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 
حميم 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 هم الأمر وجاء النصر فعلينا لا ينصرون حميم تنزيل الكتاب من الله العزيز العليم غافر الذنب وقابل الطوب شديد العقاب ذي الطول لا إله إلا هو إليه المصير بسم الله بابنا تبارك حيطاننا ياسين سقفنا كاف هايا عين صاد كفايتنا حاميم عين سين قاف حمايتنا فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم ستر العرش مسبول علينا وعين الله ناظرة إلينا بحول الله لا يقدر علينا والله من ورائهم محيط بل هو قرآن مجيد في لوح محفوظ فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم 
بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه وسلم بسم الله والحمد لله رب العالمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الله لطيف بعباده يرزق من يشاء وهو القوي العزيز يلطيف 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 يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه ألطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه 
Ultuf bina ya latifu ya alimu ya khabiru Ya latifan bi khalqihi ya aliman bi khalqihi ya khabiran bi khalqihi Ultuf bina ya latifu ya alimu ya khabiru اللهم يا من لطفت في خلق السماوات والأرض ولطفت بالأجنة في بطون أمهاتها ألطف بنا لطفا يليك بكرمك ورحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين يا الله اللهم يا من جعلت الصلاة على النبي من القربات نتقرب إليك بكل صلاة سلنيت عليه من أول النشأة إلى ما لا نهاية من الكمالات بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك 
اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه في كل لمحه ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم صل صلاه كامله وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه في كل لمحه ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك inshallah we'll continue with dhikr jamia la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma wasi'ahu ilmullah la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma wasi'ahu ilmullah la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma wasi'ahu ilmullah la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma wasi'ahu ilmullah la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma wasi'ahu ilmullah la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma wasi'ahu ilmullah la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma wasi'ahu ilmullah inshallah we'll make dua now allahumma amin a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين امين Allahumma salli ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali sayyidina Muhammad 
كما صليت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for our Shaykh, teacher, Murshid, and Master, Sayyidina Shaykh Faisal Hamid Abdul Razak. O oh Allah, may you increase him in knowledge and wisdom. O oh Allah, may you protect him from evil, and we pray that he will lead his marids on a straight path towards you. O oh Allah, we pray for the Shaykh and his family. We pray that you strengthen them in Iman, keep them in good health, and grant them long life in Islam. O oh Allah, we pray that you protect them from all evil, ease their trials, and grant them the sweetness of paradise. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhab al-nar. Allah forgive us for our sins and guide us on the straight path leading to paradise. O oh Allah, you know the needs of all of us present here. O oh Allah, answer our dua and take care of our needs. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for our parents that you grant them your grace and mercy as they raised us in childhood. O oh, oh Allah, grant our parents long life and good health in Islam. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgive our parents and grant them paradise. O oh Allah, for our parents who have passed away and returned to you, O oh Allah, we beg you to forgive them. O oh Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for all the murids of Shaykh Faisal throughout the world. O oh Allah, we pray that you ease our trials and, us, and grant us the strength to face our trials. O oh Allah, make it easy for us to gain true knowledge and to practice it, to be good murids and to get ever closer to you. O oh Allah, you know the needs of all of the murids. O oh Allah, we beg you to answer our, our dua and take care of our needs. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for all the Muslims around the world. O oh Allah, we pray that you strengthen us in Iman. O oh Allah, we pray for unity and to make us stronger as a nation. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, please comfort and relieve all Muslims who are suffering and have suffered losses. O oh Allah, you are the all-powerful and the almighty. O oh Allah, we beg you to give us victory against the unbelievers. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for the International Islamic Forum and then Faisal and Dhikr Halaka. May you make it easy for us to establish many messages for your sake. May you bless the Islamic form and then facilitate the Dhikr Halakha to be a, beacon of, be a beacon of light for Islam throughout the world. And may help us to finish building the new message soon and make it easy for us to do so. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadan wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursani walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar La ilaha illallah Sayyidina Muhammadur Rasulullah A'udhu Billahi Samil Alim Minash Shaitanir Rajeem Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين 
Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla wa anta ya hayyu ya qayyum taj'alul hazna idha shi'ta sahlan sahla Allahumma a'izna min shururi anfusina wa min sayyi'ati a'malina wa aslih lana sha'nana kullahu la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين آمين آمين أما بعد. My dear and most respected brothers and sisters, my dear Marids, السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته. May the peace and blessings of God Almighty be with each and every one of you. And welcome once again to this special program coming to you from the Islamic Forum of Canada where we share with you this message of mercy from God Almighty to all of His creation. This is our daily broadcast. It starts at 7 p.m. Toronto time or Eastern time every day, coming to you from your Zawiya here at the Islamic Forum of Canada. We thank you for joining us for our broadcast today, and we hope you can join us every day at 7 p.m. inshallah. And we kindly request you to reach out to your family members, to your relatives, to your friends, and to other Muslims that you know, tell them about this program, encourage them to watch the program, share the YouTube link with them so that they would watch the program. Inshallah, they will benefit from the program and you will receive increased blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel by clicking on the subscribe button. And next to the subscribe button, there's a bell. Click on the bell and select all for notifications so that you would optimize, maximize your benefit from our live stream broadcast and all our other programs. And there are many indeed. We also kindly request you to uh, enter your name and the city where you're from in the chat and also your update on the three important blessed projects. The Salawat Project, the Gratitude Project, and the Quran Project. Uh, for the Gratitude Project, enter something that you're grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. And we also encourage you to write it in your notebook for this program. So you can keep an ongoing record of the things that you're grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. It's a good reminder for you. You don't have to put a new point. Uh, you can put a point that you've already put, it's important to you, so you enter that point into the chat for the gratitude project, something you're grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. And secondly, for the salawat project, uh, recite the salawat as much as you can every day. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika nabil ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim. And then you enter your, your total for today. And then your grand total, the cumulative total, since you've started the Salawat project, we launched the Salawat project in Safar uh, for everyone, inshallah. So two information, the total for today and then the cumulative total that you've done so far. And then for the Quran project, you enter 
uh, where you've stopped up today for your recitation of the Quran with surah, which ayah in this way. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you for so doing. We also want to thank all our sponsors, those who sponsored the dinner program for this blessed month of Rabil Awwal. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of them. Make special love for them. And then our donors. Right? We recognize our donors. We thank our donors, all those who donated today and yesterday and before to the Islamic Forum. We make special love bless all our donors, bless their families, their children, spouses, parents, their loved ones, answer their dua, uh, and enrich them many, many more times than what they give to the Islamic Forum. May Allah subhanahu wa bless all our donors. We really appreciate support and we thank you for doing so. And remember, a special appeal now, uh, the Rabi'il Awal appeal in this month of Rabi'il Awal to make a special donation uh, for the month of Rabi'il Awal. And there are three levels that we have. Uh, the 12th day, for the first 12th day of Rabi'il Awal, uh, to make a donation for that. The second level, the 20 days of Rabi'il Awal, and the third level, the 30 days of Rabi'il Awal. So to join this appeal, this special blessed appeal for the Rabi'il Awal, donation, uh, go to the Samfon website, islamicforumonline.com uh, and you go to the donation page and you'll see the Rabil Awal automated donation button, click on that button and then you'll go to the Rabil Awal donation page and the three options are there, you select which option you want. The first one is a 12-day uh, donation, the second one is a 20-day donation and the third one is a 30-day donation for the entire month to maximize your benefits and you would enter what you like to donate every day and may Allah subhanahu wa bless you for so doing inshallah. So the special Rabi'il Awal appeal in this blessed month of Rabi'il Awal. Remember the Prophet says in the hadith, Ma naqasa malin Your wealth will never decrease because of spending it in the way of Allah. It will most surely increase when you spend your wealth for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a guarantee increase of your wealth in the dunya and in the akhirah that you spend for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran as well, You will never attain piety unless and until you spend what you love, you spend of your wealth, a portion of your wealth for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Great indeed are the blessings of spending for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yet again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us an idea of some of the rewards for spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He mentions the similitude, the example of a grain of corn. The green of corn, that's spending in Weevil Osmantal. It's like that green of corn you planted and it grows seven ears, and in each ear or each branch, there are 100 grains. So that one grain is multiplied 700 times. Imagine that return on your investment for spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that's just the beginning, the starting. It's not the end of the story because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the same ayah, Wallahu yudha'ifu li man yasha, wallahu wa asin alim. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give manifold increase, many, many more times increase over the 700 times to whomever he wants. This is based on our sincerity and our purity or ikhlas of niyyah or intention that we, we spend truly for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and so the Rabi'il Awwal uh, that we want to mention to you, we thank all those brothers and sisters that have joined the Rabi'il Awwal 
uh, appeal and we hope you can all do so tonight after the program concludes. I also want to mention that uh, our interest in this program, our focus in this program is your safety and your spirituality. Uh, we want to uh, see how we together we can uh, remain safe uh, in the shade of the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so every day our special dua for protection from the coronavirus pandemic and from all sources of harm. And there, there are many rules Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, many principles Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in Quran of how we can be protected from the coronavirus or from any plague or pandemic. Uh, and, and what causes that pandemic to come, come for us. And so in our program, we, we mention important principles for you to practice which would help you to well, safeguard you, protect you from the harms of the uh, coronavirus pandemic and from all sources of harm. So our interest, our focus is your safety in this program. I want you to understand that. And then your spirituality. because. This is a time, challenging it is, difficult it is, that we are faced with these difficulties and the pandemic, that many people, many Muslims are becoming disconnected from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, disconnected from the Prophet disconnected from Islam, uh, moving farther and farther away from Islam. And this is not good. This is not good at all. Uh, and so what we try to achieve in this program is to be bring you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to strengthen your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with the Prophet sallallahu with the Ahlul Bayt, with the companions, the Sahabas, with the awliya. And these are the best of companions we can have, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran. So your spirituality is very important that you be mindful about this and not be heedless, that you be vigilant about this and don't allow shaitan to distract you and lead you away. As was his promise when he, when he was cast out of, of heaven, uh, when he refused to bow down to say, Nadal Nabi Salam, he says, I would sit in every part, every way, and I would mislead them, hum humanity, the, the children of Adam. Out of his arrogance, he said that. So this is what he would do, but we must uh, protect ourselves. And so this program, focusing on your safety and your spirituality. Tonight is the fifth night of this blessed month of Rabi'il Awal, the month of the Prophet the month of the commemoration and the celebration of the Prophet the month of the birth of the Prophet This great month of Rabi'il Awal. And so, once again, I want to extend to each and every one of you special Rabi'il Awal Mubarak greetings on behalf of myself, my family, and uh, the Islamic Forum. To each and every one of you, this IFC family, this uh, online community, this IFC community or family, each and every one of you, we consider you to be part of our family. So, special Rabi'il Awal Mubarak greetings to you in this blessed month of Rabi'a, the month of Mawlid and Milad and Yawm and Nabi of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And so now I, I want to request you to join me in dua as we make special dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala 
for this month of Rabi'l Awwal. Once again, remembering all our donors. May Allah bless all of them, uh, those who donated today, yesterday, and before. Uh, all our donors make special offer them. Our sponsors for the dinner program for this blessed month of Rabi'l Awwal. All those entered uh, their information in the chat. And all those who requested dua. And, and today, I also want to mention uh, Dua, the mother-in-law of Sister Farhana Yunus, uh, Sister Sabiha Akhand, uh, she passed away. We want to make special dua for her. Uh, she was ill before. We made dua for her shifa, and uh, she, she, her situation worsened. She passed away. We make special dua for her shifa, and we express condolences on behalf of all of you to her family. Sister Farhana Yunus's mother-in-law. Also, we want to make dua for Badr uh, Brother Badruddin Hassan, also known as Buddy Hassan, uh, from Peter's Hall on the East Bank of Damrar in Guyana, South America. Uh, he is one of the senior members of the Muslim community in Guyana, in South America. Uh, he was the president of Peter Hall, Peter's Hall Masjid for 65 years, 65 years, serving the community. So what a great service he did. He, he made Peter's Hall Masjid one of the leading masjids in, in Guyana. Um, so we, we make special offer for him. Uh, Milos subhanahu have mercy on him and forgive him, bless him with genital freedoms. We also want to make dua for Brother Hakim Pasha, who passed away in New York. Also, uh, Brother Nizam Budram's sister, Sister Bibi, who passed away in Etobico General Hospital. Uh, sister Miraj Saeed, her father, Brother Qadir Saeed, passed away. We make dua for him. Inshallah, Brother Harun Gafur passed away. We make dua for him as well. These are some of the brothers and sisters that passed away recently. We include all of them in dua. And then there are several requests for dua. We include all of that in dua for each and every one of you. We want to make special dua for you. Whatever dua you want to make to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, put that near in your heart and we make dua based on your near. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your dua. So please raise your hands and join me in dua. Allahumma ameen. أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا سرّات مستقيم سرّات الذين نمت عليهم غير المغلوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت, وقت وحين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا دينا إلا قديته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته 
ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة هي لك رضا إلا قديتها برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد الفاتح لما أغلق والخاتم لما سبق ناصر الحق بالحق والهادي إلى سراتك المستقيم وعلى آله حق قدره ومقداره العظيم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد طب القلوب ودوائها وعافية الأبدان وشفائها ونور الأبصار وضيائها وقوت الأرواح وغذائها وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد صلاة تنجينا من جميل أحوال والآفات وتقضي لنا بها جميل حاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميل سيئات وترفعنا بها عندك أعلى الدرجات وتبلغنا بها أقصى الغايات من جميل الخيرات في الحياة وبعد الممات في الحياة وبعد الممات وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وادخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 Milaspantel increases in Tawfiq and Kubud and Ziyada. The next thing I want to share with you today is uh, some additional reflections on the action items. We, we are encouraging you to take seriously and to implement daily in your lives and to be conscientious about it so that it can become a daily habit. It can become second nature for you, that for the rest of your life you can be doing this. And if you push yourself now with this sincere niya, inshallah, Allah SWT will bless you that these uh, three beautiful action items will become second nature for you, a daily routine habit that for the rest of your life you can be doing it. So. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ And if you are grateful to me, I will increase you with my blessings, with, with my bounties. 
So the way to receive, to continue to receive the bounties from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the way to continue to receive more ni'mah and bounties from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to be profusely grateful and thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the gratitude project. That every day we are thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for something. We always be increasing our thanks and our gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give us more and more and more. This is a gratitude project. So remember to enter your update in the chat every day and to also enter it in your notebook for this program. Uh, something that you're grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ and also remember that uh, the, the way to express gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a specific bounty or ni'mah, it is to use that bounty, to use that gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to you, to use that ni'mah to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a way to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to obey Allah, and then to benefit the creation of Allah, to benefit human beings. Such as when you, you give your donations, your sadaqah, others are benefited from it. So that is a way to express your thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember the, the twofold way of expressing your thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not enough to say uh, the word alhamdulillah or shukrulillah. That is just the first step, the beginning. Uh, but uh, in addition to that, the twofold way is that you use that specific bounty that Allah subhanahu has blessed you with, wealth, money, possessions, children, family, job, career, knowledge, all of those things, whatever it is, use it to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning to obey Allah, and secondly, use it to benefit others, the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fellow human beings, and so on. Gratitude. The second project is the Salawat project, and that is to recite Salawat, invoke blessings on the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, such as to recite Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika nabiyil ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim as many times as you can, and especially so in this month of Rabi'il Awwal that's here with us now, tonight being the fifth night of Rabi'il Awwal. So you want it is take on, taken on critical importance, this month of Rabi'il Awwal, to recite his salawat on the Prophet the month of his birth, when we are com commemorating him and celebrating the Holy Prophet Muhammad And among the best ways of manifesting this, this celebration, this law for the Prophet is to recite salawat on the Prophet So be, be mindful about it, salawat. So you recite and then every day make a count of how many you've recited and make a note of it. So, and then you enter into the chat what you are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for now. Sorry, the, the number of salawat you recited today and then the, the total number for all that you recited so far since you started the salawat project, when you made your niyyah to join the salawat project sometime in the month of Safar last month when we launched the salawat project. So from then until now, your total number, that's one item of information and the second is what you did today. And to write this in the chat and then put it also in the salawat section of your notebook because then this would help you to see how your progress, how you would, you're doing every day and to see how you can improve as well, inshallah. Salawat project. And then the Quran project to 
be mindful about this Quran project. And today I want to continue uh, to say something about your relationship with the Quran. Leading up to the Quran project, where you would recite at least one page of the Quran every day. And I want to share with you today some of the necessary, essential prerequisites for a fruitful relationship with the Quran. How can you achieve a fruitful relationship with the Quran? There, there are some new points I want to share with you on this topic of your relationship with the Quran. And then to review some other ones as a way of reminding you to help you to implement these points. These are very important principles that you should implement in your lives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran, Surah Al-Kahf, وَاتْلُ مَا أُوحِيَ إِلَيْكَ مِنْ كِتَابِ رَبِّكَ مِنْ كِتَابِ رَبِّكَ لَا مُبَدِّلَ لِكَلِمَاتِ اللَّهِ وَلَنْ تَجِدَ مِنْ دُونِهِ مُلْتَحَدًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us, recite this Qur'an. Recite this Qur'an that has been revealed to you. In the first instance, the Prophet then by extension to all of us, all the believers, all the Muslims, the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Recite this book of Allah. So, be mindful about that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also mentions in this Qur'an about the adab with the Qur'an. How should we approach this Qur'an? And so you must have this attitude or mindset of obedience and change. Obedience to the Qur'an, what the Qur'an contains, and your commitment to change, obedience and change. You must bring the will, the resolve, and the readiness to obey whatever the Quran says and to change your life, your attitude, your behavior, both inwardly and outwardly as desired by this Quran or as mentioned in the Quran. So the will, the resolve, the readiness to obey what is in the Quran. And so if the Quran says that you must not consume alcoholic beverages. Then you want to strive to obey that principle, to obey that injunction, that rule, not to take it lightly, not to take it lightly. Remember, when this verse was revealed uh, in Medina, uh, and this is in the background of consumption of alcohol was so widespread among the Arabs up until that point, including the Muslims. It was a, a part of their culture, ingrained in their culture, consumption, consumption of wine. But when the, the injunction was revealed in the Quran that this is prohibited, forbidden, the scholars of Tafsir, they said that the streets of Medina were flowing with wine. 
meaning that the people, they had containers of wine in the home. They, when, when they heard this revelation that the Prophet conveyed to them to, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they just threw everything out. That was obedience and change. So bring this will, resolve, and readiness to obey whatever the Quran says and to change your life, your attitude, your behavior, both inwardly and outwardly, as enjoined by the Quran. As enjoined by the Quran. The Quran, for example, talks about halal food, haram food, that you can only consume the meat upon which the name of Allah was mentioned when he was slaughtered. For example, that rule, halal meat. So when you learn of this, and you all know this, I'm just using some extreme examples to, to clarify the point so that you can understand it well. When you hear of this, that you cannot eat haram meat, then you stay away from it totally. You stay away from it totally. This is how we, sh this is the resolve we should have in studying this Quran, the, 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 the feeling in our heart, in our minds. And, and their temptations, shaitan is very smart. The temptations that someday you may be hungry and you're driving by some fast food restaurant and they have this burger on sale or something, two for one. Tempted to go and buy it because you're hungry and so on. But then you remind yourself that it's haram, it's not halal. And so you go home and have something halal, nice to eat, or you, if you have to buy something that's here at work, then you buy only what is halal, vegetable, burger, so stay away from what is haram. The, the ways in which uh, you can make sure you're following the injunctions of Allah subhanahu wa contain this Quran, that is your attitude towards this Quran, obedience and change. Begin to act to shape your thoughts, your actions, according to the message you receive from the Quran. Shape your thoughts and your actions. This is how you should think. You know, and your action, how you behave, according to, in conformity with, what is in the Quran. The message of the Quran. Now, and failing to obey the Quran and change your life due to temptations, natural difficulties, external impediments, that's, that's one matter. That's one thing by itself. But failing to do so because you have no intention and you make no effort to change is a totally different matter. And that is unacceptable. That deliberately you, 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 you're not making that effort to change. You need to have this design in your heart that you want to change. You need to have this feeling in your heart that you want to change to conform with the Quran. And when you have this sincere desire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for you. You would see this happening in your life. When you have this sincere desire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for you, little by little, that you change and you become a, 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 an obedient believer in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this point about 
obedience and change, a necessary prerequisite for a fruitful relationship with the Quran. I also want to uh, mention as well the point about faith and conviction that this Quran is the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You should come, come to the Quran with a strong and deep faith that it is truly the word of Allah, the Quran. Kalimatillah, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran again, the ayah that's the foundation of this entire project, the Quran project. وَاتْلُمَا أُوْهِيَ إِلَيْكَ مِنْ كِتَابِ رَبِّكَ لَا مُبَدِّلَ لِكَلِمَاتِ اللَّهِ كَلِمَاتِ اللَّهِ The word of Allah. The Quran is the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this Quran in truth. And it came down to the Prophet in truth. Whatever, meaning whatever is contained is the truth and it was sent down without any mistakes. Without any wrong things. The Quran is stating this. And one of the, one of the things that the non-Muslims have said is that uh, the, the Quran was mixed, was polluted with the revelation from Allah SWT and what they call satanic verses. And that's a concept among the Orientalists that was the basis of the, a book written by uh, an infamous lawyer, uh, author called by the same name, Satanic Verses. And this is the biggest issue many years ago for those of you who would remember. Wicked people, evil people that want to attack Islam and attack the Prophet and the symbols that are dear to us. But the Lost One Ta'ala says, The declaration of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala in this Quran that we should be mindful of. So, you come to the Quran with this faith and conviction, is the word of Allah. And therefore, it is no ordinary book. It is the word of Allah, the greatest book ever. The Quran, Kitabullah. And therefore, your purpose in reading and studying it is no ordinary purpose. It is something special that you, do, you should feel this way. That you're studying this Quran one page a day, you're reciting. It is a great thing you're doing. It's a sacred act you're engaged in. It's not some ordinary thing. You should feel this way when you're reciting this Quran. If only for a few minutes, you pick up this Quran and you're reciting this Quran at the beginning of your day after Fajr, a page, two pages, whatever, and you feel this way. It's not ordinary purpose. It's a special thing, a blessed thing that Allah wants to guide you to do. And therefore, you're seeking guidance to transform your entire being. This is the Quran. It is also essential that you have this purity of intention and purpose. Recite, read this Quran, study this Quran with no other purpose other than to receive, receive guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To be able to come nearer to Him and to seek His good pleasure, His ridwan. In other words, instruction for action. This is how your, your mind should be, your mindset, your attitude, your mental frame of mind, how, what you're bringing to the Quran, how you are looking at your uh, study and journey with this Quran. 
Another important principle is bringing gratitude and praise to your study of the Quran. Make yourself constantly alert with in intense praise and gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for blessing you with this great gift of Quran. Blessing you with this great gift of Quran. That you always want to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this gift that you have in your life, the Quran. And for having guiding you to, to studying it, to reciting it every day. It's a great blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There, there are so many Muslims who are not reciting the Quran every day. You are doing it as part of the Quran project. It's a great blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided you, has blessed you to be able to recite this Quran every day. And then another important prerequisite for reciting the Quran is acceptance and trust. Acceptance and trust. Accept and trust without the least doubt or hesitation every knowledge and guidance that the Quran conveys to you. In Surah Al-Isra, chapter 17, verse 105, we have sent down the Quran in truth, and in truth it has descended. Like there was no mistake in the Quran coming down to the Prophet. Like Jibreel didn't make any mistake. SubhanAllah, there are some people who claim that. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Jibreel to bring the Quran to the Prophet. He did that. The entire Quran from beginning to end. Over a period of 23 years. No mistake in that. And then what is contained in the Quran is the truth. The absolute truth. We have sent down the Quran in truth. Wabil Haki and Zalnahu, Wabil Haki Nazal. The Quran. So that acceptance and trust of everything that's contained in the Quran because of this relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so these are some of the necessary, essential prerequisites for a fruitful relationship with the Quran. With the Quran. And, and so do be mindful of the action items for the Quran project. Number one, your niyyah, your intention. Make your need to join this Quran project. If you haven't already done so, try to do that today, inshallah. Just by turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and say, Ya Allah, I make my niyyah to join this Quran project. Ya Allah, make it easy for me to recite at least one page a day. Words like that. Turn to Allah subhanahu wa you make your niyyah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you join the Quran project. That's very important so that you can increase your blessings. You can share in the blessings of everyone that have joined the Quran project, whatever they're reciting, you share in the blessings as well. Number two, recite at least one page per day. One page per day. Not, doesn't take too long, uh, uh, a few minutes. One page per day, at least. If you have more time, you do more. Uh, three options of your recitation. The Arabic, if you can do that, that's preferable. You increase your blessings. The Mustafa of the Quran in Arabic, at least one page per day. If you can't do that, transliteration, at least one page per day. If you cannot do that, then the easy, easy thing for everyone, transliteration of the Quran, at least one page per day. And the translation we recommend is the translation of Yusuf Ali. And you, you get a chance to read the footnotes and so on. It's very good. Number four, enter your update in the chat. Uh, 
every day in the chat you enter the information about your update for your Quran project where you've arrived in your recitation with surah which ayah number five involve others in the in the Quran project family members relatives friends other Muslims you know tell them about the Quran project invite them to look at the pro this program so they'll hear about the Quran project they'll be inspired to join it like this get them to recite one page per day you increase your blessings and they get blessings as well Number six, recite in your daily salah what you've memorized of the Quran. From, write it down from beginning to end, all the surahs you've memorized in order. Recite it in your salah in that order. When you finish all of it, continue. Start over from the beginning. Every day, nafil salah, sunnah salah, fard salah, you recite what you've memorized in your salah from what you've memorized from the Quran. And then number seven, memorize one ayah per day if you have some time. One ayah per day. Start with the short surahs. Memorize them, they're simple. Once you memorize that surah, add it to the list of surahs that you're reciting every day in the order, as it is in the Quran. And you'll see how your memory would increase uh, of the Quran. You'll memorize more and more. Alhamdulillah, we did uh, five khatams in the month of September. In October, we surpassed that already. Uh, may Allah bless all those who've done their khatams and bless all of you, all those who've joined the Quran project. And we hope today, inshallah, if you haven't done so, uh, that you will make your niyyah to join the Quran project and start reciting your one page per day, inshallah. And now we would deliver our special feature lecture for tonight's program, this fifth night of Rabi'il Awal. This is a special Rabi'il Awal lecture series that we have. And tonight is number nine in the series because we started uh, a few days before Rabi'il Awal, in, in the last days of Safar, to welcome Rabi'il Awal, to prepare to welcome Rabi'il Awal. So tonight, lecture number nine. Uh, these lectures are of half an hour duration, and they have a specific topic relating to Rabi'il Awal, relating to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So these are, this is an amazing opportunity for you to increase your knowledge tremendously. Tonight, we'll continue our series on Prophet Muhammad the greatest, meaning the greatest human being ever, the greatest personality ever, the greatest person who ever walked in the face of this earth, and also the greatest creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ever, Prophet Muhammad the greatest, that we want to do inshallah, and we'll continue from where we left off. This is part four of the, uh, this series of the theme, Prophet Muhammad the greatest that we'll do tonight. So we'll take a break now, and then we'll come back with our special lecture for tonight. May Allah bless you. A'udhu billahi samil alim min shaitan rajim bismillahi rahman rahim alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين 
Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla wa anta ya hayyu ya qayyum taj'alul hazna idha shi'ta sahlan sahla Allahumma a'izna min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina wa aslih lana sha'nana kullahu la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahil aliyil azim wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amin amin amma ba'd my dear respected brothers and sisters assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu may the peace and blessings of god almighty be with each and every one of you today we want to continue our series on this theme the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi the greatest the greatest human being ever the greatest personality ever the greatest living being to walk on the face of this earth the greatest of all the creation of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is a claim we make and then we want to continue to analyze this statement to show how the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is truly the greatest personality ever allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the quran in surah al-qalam chapter 68 verse 4 wa innaka la'ala khuluqin azim and you are on an exalted standard of character o prophet o prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa innaka you are on an exalted plane of existence and assuredly you are placed high on the most glorious and exalted seat of character that is you're adorned with the quranic morality and endowed with the character traits of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you are on a tremendous nature sublime morals and character this is the claim of the Quran. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he did for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we have mentioned some aspects of the greatness of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I mentioned this concept of using the linguistic technique of great. Some, someone is considered great by the achievements by what they've done or greater when comparing to another person or great greatest comparing to a group of people or the greatest ultimately in that superlative way the prophet is the greatest and we mentioned uh, three levels of testimony or testimonial shahadat al-waqi'ah the testimony of the times and events during the lifetime of the Prophet and thereafter. And then Shahadatul Adu, the testimony of those who did not believe in the Prophet did not follow him. The, his enemies, those who opposed him and so on. What they also said about the Prophet and this is perhaps the strongest testimony about the greatness of the Prophet People, when they, even though they're opposing him, in, in, in some cases, uh, fighting him in wars, still they had no choice but to say good things about him. 
One example is uh, Sayyidina Abu Sufyan, the great Sahaba. But before he accepted Islam, which, which was on the Fatah of Mecca, before then he was one of the leaders of Quraysh opposing the Prophet And once uh, he was in charge of a trade caravan from Mecca that was going to Bilad Sham, and they, they were camped on the outskirts of Jerusalem, and the governor of Rome, Heracle, Zaima Rome was there, and he called them to question them because he was, he was hearing rumors of someone in Mecca who was claiming to be a prophet and final messenger. And he knew that, he knew about this, what would happen from his own knowledge of the scriptures, and he was a, a very educated person, a king, a ruler, a leader, yes, but uh, very educated. He surrounded himself with scholars. So he wanted to find out about this person. So he invited them, they came. Abu Sufyan was the leader of that delegation, so he answered the questions. And, and then Abu Sufyan, uh, at one point in time, uh, when he was asked about the relationship of the Sahabas to the Prophet ﷺ, he said, مَا رَأَيْتُ أَحَدًا أَشَدُّ حُبًّا لِأَحَدٍ كَحُبِّ أَصْحَابِ مُحَمَّدٍ مُحَمَّدًا I have never seen anyone who is more loved by his followers than the love of the companions of Muhammad for Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is what he said at a time when he had not accepted Islam. He was an enemy with the Prophet fighting against the Prophet. But still he had no choice but to say this because this was his conviction. Even though he chose not to follow the Prophet for other reasons, and ultimately, the guidance is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, shahadatul adu, the second is shahadatul waqia, shahadatul adu, and thirdly, shahadatul ahbab, that they, those who love the Prophet, those who follow him, the Sahabas, the Muslims, what they said about him, and they said great things about him. So, the Prophet, alayhi salam, the greatest. I want to continue today to mention briefly something about the Prophet ﷺ as the great believer, the great worshipper, and then the, then to go on to some other aspects of his greatness. Now, the, the Prophet ﷺ was this great believer he was someone who was always in connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This continuing and enduring connection with Allah, this spiritual connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Always in the shade of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Always in the presence of Allah. Feeling that presence of Allah. Living that presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's described in the hadith that's mentioned by Imam Bukhari in his Sahih. كَانَ يَذْكُرُ اللَّهَ فِي كُلِ الْأَحْوَالِ وَفِي رِوَايَةٍ كَانَ يَذْكُرُ اللَّهَ فِي كُلِ الْأَحْيَانِ So the Prophet used to remember Allah, engage in the remembrance of Allah in all circumstances, in all situations. And he used to remember Allah at all times. Never a moment would go by except that the Prophet is in the shade of the remembrance of Allah. This was his amazing 
connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and for, for, for you to understand something about this, then, you know, you, you look at yourself, like people, Muslims, believers, who would strive for this nearness to Allah. And, and you, you may experience this at least once in your life, maybe once a year, uh, that you're worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely, you feel this deep sincerity with Allah, you feel so connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is eliminating your heart, you can, you can feel this and sense this love, this mahabba of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your heart. It's, it's a great experience, a rare moment that you can achieve. Uh, for example, in, in Ramadan, this is a time when many people uh, may feel this experience, have this spiritual experience of total closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes, uh, you know, some brothers, some sisters will say that they feel so close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're ready to meet Allah, they're ready to die, to leave this dunya. So close they feel to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's feeling in their heart. It's a special feeling to have. Because when you are ready to meet Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is willing and ready to meet you. Yes. If you're not ready to meet Allah, He's not ready to meet you. You don't want to meet Allah, He doesn't want to meet you. But if you want to meet Allah, you desire to meet Allah, you have this close feeling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is ready to meet you. He is ready to meet you. In this way, that you need to be mindful. And so in Ramadan, it, it, it happens as you know, the month starts and you start changing your lifestyle, changing your routine, uh, put away other things of the dunya and you with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fasting during the day, performing Salat al-Taraweeh and Tahajjud at night, spending nights in prayer, reciting Quran, making dhikr and dua. You're spending so much time with Allah SWT, giving a lot of sadaqah all the time in Ramadan. In Ramadan. And you, you're feeling closer and closer to Allah SWT on, until in the last 10 days you, you get this feeling now. And especially on the 27th night of Ramadan, which is Laylatul Qadr, you, you, you get a special feeling. You feel so close to Allah SWT. And you, you, you really enjoy this feeling that you have, this closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this strength of Iman, great spiritual experience you have. So that's, that's the high point, a high Iman, high level of Iman that you have. Then, how long can you hold on to this special feeling? Not too long. Sometimes as soon as Ramadan finishes, maybe just an E-day itself, this feeling starts to go away. Two days, three days after, a week after Eid, after Ramadan concludes, the feeling is going away. Ten days, two weeks after, it's gone. You cannot hold on to it for too long. Except those who Allah SWT has shown His mercy upon. Illa man rahima rabbi. Think about that. A small moment in your life, you have this high feeling of Iman, connection with Allah SWT. And then consider the Prophet wasallam. His total, continuous state of mind, his continuous state of soul, his continuous total state of heart. In fact, his state of being is this deep attachment and connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
This is how the Prophet is feeling throughout his life. Every moment of his life, every day, 24-7, every day of the week, like this. His entire life is like this. So he says, he remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time. Not a moment goes by that he's not remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then on one occasion, his beloved wife, Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, Umm al-Mu'mineen, uh, she asked the Prophet Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, how can you engage in remembrance of Allah when you're sleeping? Because you're asleep. How can you engage in remembrance of Allah? And he said, O my beloved wife, Ya Aisha, when I sleep, my eyes are sleeping, but my heart is awake. The heart never goes to sleep. And so his heart is remembering Allah. And, and this is the basis of the highest level of dhikr, called a dhikru bil qalb. The first level, a dhikru bil lisan, the dhikr of the tongue. The second level, a dhikr bil jawari, the dhikr of the limbs, hands, feet, and so on, and the organs. And then ultimately, the third level, the highest level, a dhikr bil qalb, the dhikr of the heart. So the Prophet said when he's sleeping, his eyes, physical eyes are asleep, but his heart is awake. Engage in the remembrance of Allah. Engage in the remembrance of Allah. And that's one of the spiritual training we give to our murids that they can learn how to do dhikr bil qalb. Move from one level, dhikr bil lisan, dhikr bil jawari, dhikr bil qalb. So that they can be engaging in this continuous dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Prophet sallallahu in, in this continuous spiritual state, all the time, deep, deep attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, deep connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the, the very existence of the Prophet sallallahu is filled with the existence of Allah. He's connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The, the existence of the Prophet sallallahu is filled with the magnitude of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the greatness of Allah, the power of Allah, with the mercifulness of Allah. The existence of the Prophet is filled with the sovereignty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is filled with the overwhelming power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so the Prophet, this state of being, of spiritual elevation, it's present with him every single moment of his life. This is the great believer, connection to Allah, nearness to Allah. And so the personality of the Prophet as the great believer is outstanding indeed. And, and following up on that, and uh, a necessary and obvious extension of that now is that the great believer must become the great worshiper. <laughs> it's only natural that the great believer should become the great worshiper. And the Prophet is this great worshiper as well. The great believer, the great worshiper. And the depth, the level at which he achieved it makes him the greatest in that field. And each one of these fields is just one aspect of the multidimensional, multifaceted personality of the Prophet We excelled in everything he did to be the best, even in that one area. You know, today, when we consider someone to be great, someone to be a genius, for example, and they, they win prizes, Nobel Prize, and so on and so forth for different fees. That's in science. The, 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 a person is considered a genius in, 
in a particular field because they excel in that field. But usually the genius is only excelling in one aspect of achievement in life. One aspect of, of science or technology, medicine, and so on. One thing, one aspect of life they excel in. And they're considered great. They're, they're referred to as a genius and so on. But look at the Prophet He's excelling in everything to be the greatest and to achieve each one of those things at the level that's unparalleled, unmatched in all of history. And so you have no alternative but to conclude that the Prophet is the greatest human being ever. The great worshiper. True knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leads to true worship of Allah. You have true knowledge of Allah, marif of Allah, it leads to worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, you can't help but knowing that. That true knowledge inspires you, motivates you, forces you to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And true belief in Allah leads to sincerity and devotion to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet is described as this. The knowledgeable servants of Allah fear him. They have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and the Prophet was the one with greatest taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He describes himself as such. I'm the one that has greatest taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And thus the Prophet became the greatest worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The outstanding feature regarding the Prophet is the depth of this feeling, the depth of being a worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the continuous feeling of the presence of Allah. This is how the Prophet was. The continuous, continuing, uninterrupted feeling about the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this continuous remembrance of Allah, devoted in his prayers, devoted in his prayers, prolonged dua, long hours of dua, standing for long hours worshiping Allah, many hours in salah, for example, that his feet would become swollen. One occasion, Sahaba mentioned that the Prophet's praying, in the masjid, in Nafil Salah, or Qiyam, Tahajjud. And he joined the Prophet And the Prophet read reading Surah Al-Baqarah. And he said, soon enough the Prophet would go down for Ruku. After the first Jews, he probably continued. After the second Jews, continued. Then the Sahab said, after, at the end of Baqarah, he'll go down for the first uh, Ruku, first Rakat. Finished that, finished Surah Al-Baqarah. He continued with Surah Al-Imran. And the disciple is saying that well, soon he'll go down for a sijjah now because it's very long, imagine. And the Prophet continued until he finished Surah Al-Imran. The disciple said that now the Prophet will go down for ruku because he recited Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah Al-Imran in one rakat. The Prophet continued Surah Nisa and so on like this. Long hours he would spend in prayer. This devotion, devotedness, how the Prophet was. Then after Surah Inna Fatahna like a Fatan Mubina was revealed, the Prophet continued praying for long hours. And Sayyidah Aisha, 
told him, Ya Rasulullah, you don't need to do so much because she's concerned her husband, his foot is swollen. And she's telling him, not, not so much, O Messenger of Allah. And, he, and she said, your Lord has already forgiven you, as is mentioned in, in the Quran, in that same surah. Surah Al-Fat, in the Fatahna Laka Fathan Mubinan. Allah SWT reveals, لِيَغْفِرَ لَقَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِن ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَرَ That Allah SWT will forgive you for everything that came before and everything that will come in the future. Everything. Prophets have granted total forgiveness from Allah SWT. He was made to be infallible, that he wouldn't do anything wrong. He's ma'asum. So with all of this, he's doing so much. And Sayyidah Aisha, concerned for her husband, say, you shouldn't do so much, your feet swollen. And he responded in all humility. He says to his beloved wife, Afala akuna abdan shakura. Should I not be a thankful slave? This was the, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, how he was, SubhanAllah. This continuous reminding of the companions, continuously reminding them of the presence of Allah, whenever anything will happen, anything in his life, anything that happens around them, he's always remembering, remember them with the presence of Allah, that they should be connected to Allah. When the rain is falling, Remember them, remind them about Allah. That's the mercy of Allah SWT. Taught them what dua and dhikr they should recite. The crescent new moon appears at the beginning of the month. The Prophet remind them of the dhikr, the dua they should recite. Connecting them with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. When the sun rises, the prayer. When the, or when it sunsets, the prayer. Fajr, Maghrib, and so on. When the plant grows, remembrance of Allah and gratitude to Allah for that. When a child is born, prolonged, detailed sunnah of aqiqah. So many things that should be done at the birth of the new baby. Adhan in the right ear, ikam in the left ear, tahniq of the, for the baby, shaving the head of the baby, and so on and so forth. So many things to remind people of the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This great worshipper, how he was. On, when, when a creature dies, salatul janazah, burial, Remembrance of Allah, talqeen, dua, the grave, and so on. Always remind of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This great worshiper, no one compares with him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this quality, this quality of being the great worshiper, the great believer, is necessary, essential in today's society because of the spiritual vacuum in society. Yes, the spiritual vacuum in society that we have. We live in a world that rarely feels the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Popular culture in society, fashion trends in society, actively take you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, this feature, the Prophet's personality, is especially important and relevant today. The great worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that society can benefit from to remove that vacuum in their lives. That vacuum in their lives. Certainly, the Prophet is the greatest worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet is also the, the great household master, the great domestic leader. And he was outstanding in this matter, the greatest household master ever. And, and when we look at this and, and analyze this, we see that the Prophet his household 
consisted of several wives and daughters. It's not him alone. It's, it's a family with several wives and daughters, and it poses challenges. But under the leadership of this great husband, the peace was the prevalent feature in his household, and disputes and quarrels was the exception in his household. The, the, norm, the, norm, the normal situation is a, a household of peace. Even though the Prophet ﷺ had several wives and daughters that he took care of. But under his leadership, this was the case. The, the Prophet ﷺ led by example. In a beautiful hadith, he says, The best among you, khayrukum, the best among you are those who are best in treatment to the families, their wives. And I am the best to my family, to my wives. خيركم خيركم لأهله وأنا خيركم لأهله. This is what the Prophet said. Amazing words, because the the Prophet ﷺ established a different rule of thumb, a litmus test to judge people and their achievement or failure. The Prophet ﷺ in his household also took part in household affairs. He would help out in matters of the household. This, this is the son of the Prophet And for the husbands and fathers who are listening to the program, we need to be mindful about this aspect of the sunnah, the way of the Prophet this great household master. He assisted his wives and his family in doing whatever was requested of him always caring, always kind that he was towards his wives, towards his family. This is the Prophet And this hadith, khayrukum, khayrukum this hadith gives a profound criterion through which humanity, all of humanity, may measure its success or failure. How you treat your wives or spouses how you treat your family. A litmus test for the greatness of civilization I want to share with you now. So this is the, this household master. Now, Imam Ibn Khaldum, anhu, in his magnum opus, Al-Muqaddamah, he said that the lit, litmus test for the greatness of a civilization is how that civilization treats its minorities, its weak segment, those who are weaker than it, how he treats it. That is a litmus test of the greatness of a civilization. Do we treat it properly, fairly, justly? Today, when you look at the, 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 the great powerful nations and you see how they treat the poor nations, you see that it's as if they've lost their humanity. Really, Islam establishes something different, you know, a different yardstick of judgment. The litmus test of the greatness of a civilization is the way you treat people in, that are under your control, especially the weak, the underprivileged, the minorities, the dispossessed, the poor, how you treat them. Because they, those are people that 
it's easy to take advantage of. Now, in a similar way, at, at a, that's a microcosm level, at a, a macrocosm level, at a microcosm level, the individual, the greatness of a person, how you treat the individuals that you interact with, especially those under your control or responsibility, your wives, women, children, and then others, how you treat people. It's a measure or a test to your greatness. You treat them well according to what Islam teaches us, and you're elevated in greatness. Now, the Prophet treated people in the best way possible. And so his, for his household, his wives, his daughters, those who are connected to him, his extended family, he treated them in such a special way. In such a special way, he treated them. Becoming the greatest household master, the greatest domestic leader, the greatest husband, the greatest father humanity has ever known. I want to share with you an important secret for your relationship, and that is you will treat someone based on how you perceive them, how you think of them. And if you think of that person as a cleaner or a janitor and a poor person, a beggar and so on, you, you would treat them with disdain and disrespect sometimes. And therefore, you should perceive, you should think of so someone and everyone that you interact with, treat of them, treat, think of them as important. Think of them, perceive them as important. Everyone you interact with, you come in contact with, think of that person as an important person. And therefore, you would treat them with importance. That is how the Prophet was, subhanAllah. You treat people special, special. The Sahabas, thousands of them, he treated all of them in such a special way that each one of them felt as if he or she was a favorite companion of the Prophet and so he, he treated his, his wives in this way, his daughters, his family, cousins, uncles, aunts, treat them in such a special way. Great indeed is the Prophet the great household master, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to follow in his footsteps. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to love the Prophet May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to practice the sunnah of the Prophet May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to understand the teachings of the Prophet and implement it in our lives. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to be with the Prophet in all our lives and all the steps of our life. Be with him as we follow him in the dunya and be with him in, in, in the akhirah, in genital firdaus, to be with the Prophet to be with the Ahlul Bayt, to be with the Sahabas, to be with the awliya in the highest levels of genital firdaus. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu.
Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Inshallah, we'll uh, make dua now um, uh, for our donors. Uh, we want to make special dua for all our donors, those who donated today, uh, yesterday, and before. All our donors, we include all of them in special dua to Allah subhanahu wa May Allah subhanahu wa bless them. May Allah subhanahu wa bless their family and loved ones. May Allah subhanahu wa enrich them many more times and increase them in risk and in wealth because of their donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, remember, once again, this special appeal we have for this month of Rabil Awal, the Rabil Awal appeal. Uh, three levels, the first levels for the 12 days, first 12 days of Rabil Awal, and the second level, the 20 days of Rabil Awal, and the third level, the 30 days of Rabil Awal. Now you go to the Islam Forum website, islamforumonline.com, and to the donation page, you click on the Rabil Awal automated donation button, and that will take you to the Rabil Awal donation page, and the three options are there for 12 days or 20 days or 30 days. You select which one you want to do, and you enter the information, inshallah, um, for the, the donation. If you need any uh, help uh, for to do so, please uh, send us an email and a member of the uh, team would get back to you, inshallah. A member of the staff that's responsible for those matters, donations and so on. So, uh, we hope you can respond to the Rabil Awal appeal. Remember, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned مَا نَقَسَ مَالٍ in the hadith. Uh, he says that your wealth will never decrease because of sadaqah, because of spending for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the scholars have mentioned that your wealth will increase. Based on this hadith, the implication, your wealth will increase when you spend for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the Prophet alayhi salatu wa salam mentions in another hadith, Man banna lillahi masjidan banna Allahu lahu baytan fil jannah. That if you build a masjid for Allah subhanahu wa taala in this world, in this dunya, then Allah subhanahu wa taala builds for you a mansion, a beautiful home in jannah. So our donors remember them. Then our sponsors uh, for the uh, dinner program in the, this blessed month of Rabi'il Awwal. Make dua for all of them. And tonight, <coughs> the sponsor is uh, Sister Sharifa Muhammad. We thank Siti uh, Sharifa Muhammad for sponsoring the dinner program tonight. May Allah subhanahu wa bless her for doing so. There are also several requests for dua that we want to include. Uh, Sister Razia uh, requesting dua for herself and her son Tariq. Sister Roxana Begum requesting dua for herself and family. Sister Abida, Sister Shamila requesting dua. Siti uh, Salisha Muhammad requested of her late Nazir Muhammad who passed away 11 years ago on the anniversary of her passing. We make dua for uh, Nazir, Brother Nazir Muhammad. Then uh, we also have requests from Sidi Afraz Muhammad, a dua for his wife, Sister Amida, uh, who is not well and she's in hospital. We make dua for her shifa that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would grant her shifa and taman a full and speedy recovery from her illness. Sister Mida and Sidi uh, Afraz and the entire family, uh, they're a strong pillar of support for our Tariqa in Trinidad in the West Indies. And also Sister Bibi Parjan, 
requesting dua for her health, we make dua for her as as uh, requested. Um, then there are several individuals who passed away. We want to uh, mention them in dua, make dua for them, inshallah, including Sister Sabiha Akund, uh, the mother-in-law of uh, Sister Farhana Yunus. Uh, Sister Sabiha Akund passed away, make dua for her. Brother Badruddin Hassan, or, or also known as Buddy Hassan, from uh, Guyana in South America, from Peter's Hall. Uh, Jamaat in, in Guyana, she, he passed away, make dua for him. Brother Hakim Pasha from New York uh, passed away, make dua for him. Brother Nizam Budram, sister, sister Bibi passed away, make dua for him. Uh, sister Miraj Saeed's father, Brother Qadir Saeed passed away. And Brother Harun Gafur passed away, make dua for all of them, inshallah. May Allah SWT bless all of them. And also, um, I want to include in dua, I request you also to make dua for my mom and dad. For my mom, it's the anniversary of her passing in this month of October, and my dad is in hospital, he's ill, so we want to make special dua for his shifa, that Allah SWT grant him shifa and time and full and speedy recovery from his illness. And I kindly request you to mention them in dua, and if possible, to recite Surah Yasin on their behalf. Inshallah. We wish happy birthday to Sidi Kamran. Today is his birthday and we want to do Fatiha for him. Please raise hands and join me reciting Fatiha for Sidi Kamran on his birthday. Rabbana taqabal minna. Rabbana bisiril Fatiha. Bismillahi Rahmani Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahmani Rahim. Maliki Yawmiddin. Iyaka na'abudu wa iyaka nasta'een. Ihdina al-sirat al-mustaqeem. Sirat al-ladhi أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين. آمين آمين آمين. Once again, happy birthday to Sidi Kamran. And so now we'll make dua for all the near. I mentioned include that in dua. All our donors, all the sponsors for our dinner program. In this month of Rabi'l Awal, today, uh, Siti Sharifa Muhammad sponsored dinner program. May Allah bless Siti Sharifa, Sidi Yusuf, uh, Alhamdulillah. And uh, all those who enter their names in the chat, we may specially offer them, inshallah. All the requests for dua, we include all of that in dua, uh, including Sidi Afraz, uh, Muhammad, to offer his wife, sister Amida, who is ill and in hospital. May Allah SWT bless her, inshallah. And the, all the others who requested dua. As well, uh, we include uh, my mom and dad in dua. My mom, this month being the anniversary of her passing, and my dad in hospital, recuperating from his illness. We pray Allah SWT grant them shifa and time. Please remember them in your dua, and if possible, recite Yasin for them. So kindly raise your hands and join me in special dua today. اللهم آمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إن كنا من الظالمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما
اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحيم اللهم إنا نستحفظك ونستودعك أدياننا وأبداننا وأنفسنا وأهلنا وأولادنا وأموالنا وكل شيء أعطيتنا اللهم اجعلنا وإياهم في كنفك وأمانك وعياذك من كل شيطان مريد وجبار عنيد وذي بر وذي حسد ومن شر كل ذي شر إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم جملنا بالعافية والسلام وحققنا بالتقوى والاستقامة وعذنا من موجبات الندامة إنك سميع الدعاء اللهم اغفر لنا ولوالدينا وأولادنا ومشايخنا وأصحابنا وإخواننا في الدين ولمن أحبنا فيك ولمن أحسن إلينا والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب دعوات برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين وصل اللهم على عبدك ورسولك سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وارزقنا كمال المتابعة له ظاهرا وباتنا في عافية وسلاما برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله Allahumma amin, amin, amin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase us in tawfiq and kubul and ziyada. As we conclude our program for today, we pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you from the coronavirus pandemic, protect you from all sources of harm. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep you and your loved ones safe and secure. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shower his special blessings upon you and keep you strong in your spirituality and your connection to him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always keep you in the shade of his mercy. Until we meet again, 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu.